Welcome to Wrestling is Hard. Every side is the dark side of the ring. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Hard Number Four Wrestling. Email us questions and complaints at wrestlingishard at gmail.com. You may have some complaints for us next week. I'm stoked. Before we do that, Jim, I wanted to say it, but I wanted to say it on air. Let's post the bracket. Oh, I'm going to. You want to post the, the full bracket? Unfilled out. Here's what we got. Oh, un- okay. So delete all the. I got you. Got you. I was just going to post the um, uh, just the list of wrestlers. We'll get to what we're talking about. We can talk about it right now. It doesn't matter. I was just going to list uh, post the list of the, the who we selected and then reveal the bracket. But maybe if we just post the whole bracket, might be more fun. Yeah, I want people to to play through it. Yeah, same here. I think uh, that'll be fun. Call. Anyway, uh, before we move on to you guys, I might as well explain what the hell we were talking about. Uh, we're doing a wrestling round robin tournament to determine the best professional wrestler of the stuff we watch, including storyline, men and women included, of the stuff we love, and of the stuff we watch and the stuff we love. And we're going to vote on it, the three of us. So it's going to include AW, <laughs> AW, stardom. Uh, some guy that's not in any of them, and we included all the champs and very near and prominent players of WWE. So don't worry, Roman Reigns will be in there. Chris? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Chris, you can't seem to hold in your did, laughter. Did Jimmy just come out as gay or something? <gasps> <before that? laughs> all of the <laughs> champs. Oh, the champs and the, it's the champs and or for the champs and champs with champs. <laughs> I thought he said the men we love, and I was like, and the men we too. love, men we love, and, and the women. women we love, we love with the women. We love them all. So there you go. We're gonna do that next. So week. a couple, yeah, a couple notable vacancies. No Sting, no Jay White, no, no Kota Ibushi. Nope. This is about the last 12 months, and yes. he was the most compelling during those 12 months. So don't be surprised when you see that. We encourage you guys to take a look at it on our Instagram. I don't know if you could print it out, but I'll post a link to it um, after we after we uh, this goes up or tomorrow, whenever I get some time to do it. I'll post a link. I'll let you all know. Have you been enjoying our Instagram stories? How's your grandma enjoying our Instagram stories, Brandon? Dude, you posted some shit that was just like pure asshole. The the, literally assholes, like just Japanese buttholes. The other day, DDT. What are you talking about? (laughs) It was DDT. I said that to um, yeah, uh, to the my uh, employees. I said that's me in the corner, and this is you guys talking to me, asking me questions. (laughs) I was the repulsed person. Like, get away from me. Oh, that's good. Good stuff. So, Brandon, yeah, how was your I've week? Made some con- I've made some concessions in my life. Yes. Especially when it comes to family, but uh, this has been a new one. Just uh, watch you having control over something that my grandmother thinks that <laughs> I have control over. Just don't tell her you don't. <laughs> <laughs> don't tell her you don't. Uh, how was your week, so, Brandon? But, uh, How's work? Yeah, How's everything? Been- How's the dog? The dog's good. This is, this is day eight with the dog, and I think we've hit our routine. Uh She's two years old and she's a pa- like one of those pandemic pets, which I think yeah. is a notable thing because they've as soon as you walk out of the line of sight, it's a, a panic ensues. So uh, if, after last podcast we recorded, I had just got her. We, I took her out for 
90 minutes just wanted to gas her out because it was our first night together trying to get her to pee or poop nothing the moment uh we get back inside just pisses big stinky yellow piss right on the carpet no so she was sending a message since then we've we've uh bonded we've got together a couple logs on the tile since then but that's okay i I was sneaking a little de bruno brothers to her so that's probably on me but (laughs) But we're all right pepper shooters yeah. Oh. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, little crust. Just we're talking crustinis, bro. Maybe, okay. maybe a little, maybe a little half a beef stick. If you have gave, well, I mean, it's if it's the Bruno Brothers, you that's expensive shit. Yeah, so you're I, not giving I, it I to the dog. I, I, dude, I was. You're I mean, crazy. Chris, how are you? Um, tell beginning half of St. Patrick's Hell. Oh, that's right. It's St. Patrick's Week. Congratulations, Irish people. No one pays attention to white Irish people ever. <laughs> During the rest of the year, they got a special day. Chris, how was your St. Patrick's Parade Day? Actually, it wasn't too bad. That's actually the easiest one of them all. You get three of them. It's the Saturday before, the Sunday before, because that's the parade, and then St. Patrick's Day. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Sunday, Saturday before is Pub Crawls and Idiots. We don't participate. We don't no, participate in any show. of it, but we still get the runoff. Mm-hmm. Um, the parade actually was, it was, it was, parade was fine. I didn't have to throw, I, I started my day at 11 o'clock. Doors opened at 11 o'clock. We were jammed all day and I didn't have to throw anybody out until that's six. Plus. Okay. That's a plus. And yeah. And I told him, I said, you know, we've been packed in here since 11 o'clock this morning. Packed. And you're the first person I had to throw out. So give yourself a round of applause, buddy. Hold on. Hold on. What did he do? Come on, explain what he did. He uh, he asked me for a beer. Okay. Um, that that would be reason I for said, me to kick him out right there. I'd be like, get up. Right. Yeah, exactly. For asking me for something. How dare he? Uh, I went to go get him one. The beer he asked for was on draft. He said, I can only drink bottles. Oh, an aristocrat. And I went. And I went well, and I went, well, we ain't got that in bottles. <laughs> so I got him something else, and he leaned over, and I'm pouring a beer for somebody else. He's right in front of me. He leans over to tell the guy next to him something. Well, the guy next to him is one of our cooks. He was off that day. He just stopped by to say hi to everybody and have a couple drinks. Young kid. And he's looking at me, giving me like, the, what the fuck is this dude doing? And I can hear him go, this fucking pussy. If you fucking never, yeah, he never had, I never had so much anger. And this fucking pussy gave you know, me Chris, okay, listeners, me. I'm going to cut you off. Listeners, you may not know Chris. I've never, Chris is a scary looking individual, and I don't know why people fuck with him all the time. They love it. I don't get it. They love it. And also, you know, and I mean, look, you know, if, uh, I get a lot. I wear a lot of t- free t- T-shirts. I get for free to work. Okay, just so I don't waste the yeah. ones I spend money. Newport on Alive around. with pleasure comes with a, a carton. Yeah, exactly. And most of the T-shirts I get for free are from MMA gyms and oh, shit like that. That's why they're picking fights. Yeah, but it happened long before I had that stuff. Oh, okay. Like a lot of them are like Fuji Jiu-Jitsu and this and that. Like I get them all for free from people. And yeah, so anyway, he does this and I hear him. Now, you know me, I'm smart enough now at this point in my life, finally, 47 years into it, almost 46 years into it. 
I'm smart enough to not get into physical altercations with anybody unless my life is legitimately in danger. Right. And, and even then, I'm fucking running away. I actually had a guy come at me, a crazy person come at me. I mean, this guy was completely out of his mind late night. And I looked at him and was like, whoa, <laughs> just ran to my truck as fast <laughs> as I could. I was like, no. But anyway, real quick, Chris, what what year would you say at between now and 47? Did you reach that conclusion? No more. No well, more. I'm 46. I'm 45 and a half. 45 and 364 days. I don't know. I have. How no old idea. am I? Wait a minute. My, how old are you? I'm 46. Okay. I'm as old as I thought I was. Yeah. So it happens. It well, happens. I'm not happy about it. it. I, had I, had year Good. I had to do math. So uh, I just simply told them, uh, hey, there's a lot of bars on this street. Go drink at one of them. Yeah, if you're not having fun, man, I'm not going to keep you here. You know, that was it. But I just said, you know, congratulations, asshole. First person. Took me till 6 o'clock at night. But that was that. Um, And then I got Thursday to look forward to. So there should be another shot in the arm. Yeah, but that's it. But just a a mileage on on Sunday uh, wrecked me yesterday. My lower back and my hips were killing me. But, you know, still went about my usual business. Yeah. Um, and also I finally, you know, after however many years of doing this for a living, I decided finally that I need to spend like 150 hours on sneakers for work. Oh yeah. We talked about that. Uh, yeah, took, you and I, uh, yeah, on the podcast. Uh, and then today I had an interesting event took place today. Okay. Did it have to do with dropping me off? No, no, it was before, uh, we were going to, I was going to tell you that story earlier on today, but we ended up, I said, we'll save it for the podcast. Okay, um, well, let's see if Brandon has any questions about your okay. St. Patrick's Day first. Brandon, do you have any questions about Christmas St. Patrick's Day? St. Patrick's Day to me, and you, you guys are in the bar business, it feels like it's always during the week. If I don't, I know it's rotates every year, but it feels like it's always a fucking Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, hmm. these days that I wonder you wouldn't have off on a Wednesday or Thursday. I wouldn't have off on a Wednesday or Thursday. Who are these people that can get blacked out to the point where they're going to be hungover for 48 hours in the middle of the week? Right. That's why the Aaron Express. You always wonder where they come Saturday. From. Well, one of the things that we'll get like um, this week, uh, the NCAA tournament starts. I mean, it happens. Oh, often. that's right. It, it happens starts, on Thursday. That's yeah, right. it oh, starts God. on Thursday. So no, that's a double uh, whammy. It's a double whammy, but a majority of our daytime business is guys that will take Friday and Saturday off. They got holiday time. They got vacation time. They plan this shit out. Uh, and the rest of them, the people that you get at night, they're young. They don't give a shit. They're going out partying. And uh, they'll wake up, get hung over, or they'll call out of work. Or they can still do it. I mean, I remember times where I would go to work on no sleep at all. Right. You know, so... I mean, it's doable when you're young. When you're getting old, that's a little bit different. Right. But, uh, and your tolerance level is a little yeah. bit shorter. Uh, real, real quick to add, real quick to add to St. Patrick's Day. Well, so we uh, in Philly, it's a Philly-specific thing. The Aaron Express. It's a, uh, it's a lot smaller than it has been. It's been canceled for a couple of years. But one of the bars near Lorraine Bar in Philadelphia, if you want to go watch wrestling on Wednesday nights, come see come see Jim at Lorraine Bar, Philadelphia, one nine one three zero. One of the bars nearby. It was one of the stops on it. So this Saturday, Philly and the East Coast in general, I think the United, most of the United States got it over the last three days. We got like a huge ice and snow event, which is odd in March. 
but it was fucking freezing. And the wind was intense. It was like 15, 20 miles an hour sustained. The snow was coming down sideways. So I drove by this place that has the the Aaron Express just to see what was going on. And I cruised by it. it was, it's on 20th Street. I cruised by and I look. First of all, there's this. it wasn't that busy, surprisingly. But there was this, this is like 3 p.m. There was like a dude outside who was way too fucking old to be at Aaron Express in all green, all greened up. Trying to catch a glimpse of some boobies or something weird. Grown-ass fucking grandpa. And then as I'm cruising down the street, I see these two girls in green clothing with barely any clothes on. Huddled together. Keeping next to each other like as if they were they crashed in the Andes. And the only way to survive was to eat each other. They were they were together like double donners, like freezing their asses off just to get to the shitty bar. Probably have to pay a cover. <laughs> I was just like my mind was blown by it, but I, I don't know. It's a weird thing, man. Yeah, and Saturday was cold. It was cold as shit. I mean, it was cold for January. Yeah. Saturday. Yeah. It's the most depressing holiday of the year. It's always very gray out, and it's just a bunch of people over drinking being assholes midday and you're just like everybody's going to go lay down it's going to be a weekday and your head's going to be pounding and no one's going to have have had a good decision made in the past 24 hours mm-hmm. right i've never gone out for it in my life i've gone a couple Ever. of times i hung out with some guys that were pretty pro being irish i'm not because i'm not <laughs> but i like to drink a lot so <laughs> There you go. So, Chris, you had more. Sorry, what was that story, Chris? Oh, yeah. so, so, uh, yeah, so today and during doing my uh, my rounds, I decided to go to Target um, in uh, Cherry Hill, New Jersey, and it's <clears throat> a good Target. I like that Target. Yeah, apparently, uh, I've run into a lot of Philly people there because you can drive over the bridge and park your car. I always see people I know in that Target. Yeah, and that Hobby um, Lobby is there too. The Christian as weird yes. Christian people, but I got it there because we don't have any Michaels or uh, or Hobby shops in Philly anymore. They're all closed. Yeah, and uh, Hobby Lobby, you can go there and buy your Live Laugh Love and mm-hmm. Love Lips here and, and Gundam. They have those. Yeah, and Gundam. Yes, they have a lot <laughs> exactly. of Gundam. So thing. I was, my wife looks. She, she'll go over to Kohl's. Because that's where you have to go to return Amazon packages. You go to Kohl's. If you don't want to ship them, you can take them right to Kohl's. They'll take them. They zap them. Mm-hmm. Especially if you're close to that that last of the 30, 30 uh, day that you have to return it. I have something I have to go over there. So what we'll do is we'll get a, in the mall, we'll get a reservation to Seasons 52, the greatest chain restaurant on the planet. We'll get a reservation there. We'll stop at Kohl's. While she's in Kohl's dealing with the Amazon uh, uh, kiosk, I go over to Hobby Lobby and wander around. And uh, there's attractive women in there. That's fun. And I got Gundam, too. So. There you go. Go ahead, Chris. So uh, they're doing some renovations on the Target in Cherry Hill. And I guess one of the res- re- reno- ren- renovations they're doing, easy for me to say, reservations, renovations. is to their restrooms. So they have oh, one no. of these future... They have one of these futuristic trailers outside with three bathrooms in it that are legit bathrooms mm-hmm. right you got to go up the steps and open the door and go into a stall and it's basically just three single bathrooms half baths and there's a light 
you lock the door and it says occupy just like an airplane or a Portageon john or anything else like that. So I walk up and I open the door and there's a woman in, in there Very on the cool. toilet, screams at the top of her lungs because I opened the door to the parking lot of the Target. <laughs> wasn't like it was in a corner. Right. I opened the door. It was like big fucking monster with stupid glasses on and the world behind him just exposed. <laughs> this woman screamed at the top of her lungs. And, you know, I'm like, Jesus Christ, I got scared, too. She didn't lock the door. I just grabbed an open door. Like oh, my God. <laughs> I locked the door, lady. Oh my god! I had to go with Target, so I took my. I didn't want to see her because she had a red shirt on, so I think she worked there. Oh <laughs> so no! I took my like my glasses off, put my hood on, and I pulled the shuts. Protect right out my face. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, yeah, that happened today. Good times, Hobby uh, I was waiting to walk, to walk out and have the Cherry Hill Police Department there waiting yeah. for me. <laughs> I was just like, yo, look at the tape. I didn't pry the door open. She left it unlocked. What do you want from me? <laughs> I was almost a sex offender today. Awful. I mean, awesome, but awful. Uh, Brandon, any thoughts on that? Questions? Concerns? I'll mute your mic. (laughs) No, that's tragic. I have a similar story, but I don't think that I should tell it. So I'm going to move on. All right. Well, there you go. All right. Let's move on. Let's talk about pro wrestling. Yep. Let's do it. Okay. Um,. So when I typed out this this outline, it was announced that Scott Hall was dying. I think he's officially dead now. R.I.P. Scott Hall. Yes, Razor Ramon. And I got to say, I took this surprisingly poorly. This upset me. Brandon, thoughts? You guys go on this one. This is, uh, I mean, I was I was thinking about this Scott Hall, and it's, he was WCW by the time that I started watching, and I was uh, WWF number one fan at that time. So mm-hmm. I missed the majority of Scott Hall's career. Right. Uh, and I, I don't really even feel like I have anything to say about right. it. So I'll, I'll probably just pass on this one. Chris, I'll let you go. Well, you know, this is a guy that, in my opinion, I think most people would agree with me, is probably one of the if not, well, I don't want to say him in particular, but the storyline that he was such a big part of is probably the biggest, most important storyline in wrestling history um, with them, the whole NWO thing. And it got watered down. It wasn't, you know, I mean, I'm a, I'm a it was, I, it was I've flash it in the pan is what it was. It was impactful, but it, but it didn't last that long. Right. I mean, we're talking almost a year or so, and then everything after that was kind of like people kind of hanging on to it, but it wasn't going that well. But still, I mean, just the simple fact that, number one, he showed up uh way he did on Monday Nitro, and we all kind of knew, but we didn't know what was really going on. It was just such a big deal, and he was such a major part of it. On top of the fact that he, he his ideas were great, he was a great worker. Uh, even the Razor Ramon character, as silly as it was, was a great character. Um, and uh, you know, I, I, I think he's, he's like the way that they, uh, they behaved in 
WCW when 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 Hall and Nash and then eventually Hogan and they become the NWO. It changed the way wrestlers behaved on television. I mean, it was a huge, huge deal. Um, you know, Bischoff says it all the time that they were still doing occupation gimmicks and cartoon characters on WWF at the time. Mm-hmm. And he wanted something real. And it's what pushed uh, re- pro wrestling into a different uh, demographic entertainment wise. And it was no longer just for little kids. Um, and yeah, he's a, he, he's a huge deal. Uh, it's a, he was, he was a big player when it came to that. Um, unfortunately, you know, the guy had fucking problems Yes, and you know, it happens to the best of us, uh, you know, so, or the worst of us and, and they, or the worst of us, but it, it, it plagued him for the entire, for his entire life. Mm-hmm. Um, I listened to interviews with him, not the greatest childhood, I had yeah. a lot of issues just by just in a short conversation with that guy in an interview. You could tell that that dude's childhood fucking sucked ass and he had a lot of issues that he never dealt with. Right. But, um, you know, it's a shame. Uh, the guys tried to pull it back uh, a bunch of times, but he's kind of stumbled and fell. But, uh, you know, and and we also found out that later on he ended up still being a jerk off. Right. Um, if you if you uh, if you watch, they had the resurrection resurrection of Sake the Naki documentary, mm-hmm. um, which I watched. And, uh, you know, DDP was helping Jake the Snake and he brings Scott Hall in and Scott Hall immediately, you know, after a few minutes in the documentary, who knows how many days have passed when they're filming this thing, he immediately starts berating him and making him feel, making Jake the Snake feel like shit. So it looked like somebody was a bet, bit, a bit of a bully um, or just probably hated himself and tried to bring everybody down to his level. Uh, he did get <laughs> he did. the. I love the story where he had uh, uh, Hardcore Holly. He tried it with Hardcore Holly and Hardcore Holly told him he'd take him out in the parking lot and cut his fingers off with a fucking bolt cutter. <laughs> and they never fucked with Hardcore Holly again. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, it's a shame. Uh, he was a big part of my childhood and my early adulthood. So sad to see him go. But he's gone. And yep. that's it. Yeah. I um, I don't know. Maybe it's, I mean, from what we know about him, of course, he had his substance abuse problems and we get the. Um, dark side of the ring fucking episode the plane ride from hell where you know it's a piece of shit in that one and but um i don't know man like it's just something about like that like you know his run is razor ramon less so the nwo stuff which i was into and it was cool but it was flash in a pan and i'd moved on from it from wcw after a year that razor ramon stuff from the late 80s early 90s i guess it was early 90s was just fucking great and for some reason it just brings like it hit my heartstrings for nostalgia from when i was young when it was a little bit more innocent you know and where he was it's funny i'm I'm reading stories online where like you know he was a big part of latinos watching professional wrestling and then when they found out that he was just a white guy pretending to be a cuban guy they still were like ah no he's he's still raising ramon to me man i don't give a shit like, he was awesome. So it's pretty cool, you know what I mean? Like, for all your flaws, you, you left a lasting impression, and it's uh, yeah, it's a shame. And he was young, you know, three heart attacks after his hip surgery. It's fucking insane. Can I add something real quick? You just yeah, think of it, it, Out of all those uh, promos, uh, those, um, what would they call them? Not promos, the... Uh, vignettes. The, the little vignettes, thank you, that they used to do. I, I really think the only two that made me actually hype to see the guys were Kurt Henning and... 
Razor Ramon. And yeah. the only reason I was hyped to see Kurt Henning is, number one, the vignettes were awesome. But number two, we knew who Kurt Henning was through the after mags. Yeah. So we, we, we were familiar with him. But but I had no idea who Scott Hall was. He was yeah. the diamond stud. No, I who watched fucking WCW Saturday night when fucking Bill Watts was running it. I didn't. We didn't. Um, and, uh, yeah. So, you know, he was another one that I was excited to see. And I don't think there was ever a point in his career where I watched him and was like, oh, this dude, no. you know, he always, and, and he, he said the great thing. He's like, dude, he, he, he's, he said, I looked, I said this a bunch of time here. He would say, I looked just as good laying as I did standing. He's like, I'll take your finisher and lay there in the middle of the ring. So everybody left the arena. He's yeah, like, it's a fucking, when, it, when it's said and done, it's a fucking job. Yeah. Him and, Do it, him make and your money. Kevin Nash seem to be like really on that. I don't give a shit. I'm getting paid whether I lay down or I mm-hmm. stand up. What the fuck do I care? Doesn't matter. There's other guys like, you know, Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart and guys like that who had to be number one. They were just like, I don't give a fucking shit. Scott Hall was a physically impressive guy, too. Like, he had Vince written all over him, man. I don't know. Brent, any uh, questions, thoughts, concerns about this? No, I I, I was reading through his Wikipedia page today again because pre my time. So when it's pre your time, you just can kind of consume everybody as if they existed simultaneously and don't have a lot of context. And I was shocked to see never world champion. I was thinking about a lot of the guys that we talk about today, like Hangman Page comes to mind. It's like similar in stature, at least. And watching, having watched Razor Ramon and Scott Hall promos, be like, man, these companies would fucking kill to have somebody like that today as their champion. So, yeah, I was watching the promo where he first comes out in WCW and he comes out of the crowd and he enters the state and enters the ring. And you could tell the guys in the ring that are working during that, that are wrestling, had no idea he was showing up. The referee did. And he was cueing him in on it as it went on. A bunch of dummies from WCW. And he comes in and he does this like very deliberate, slow promo in his almost Razor Ramon. Not quite Razor Ramon, but kind of Razor Ramon. And... Excuse me, Jesus Christ, I just burped. Um, and he, um, I just, I was thinking while I was watching, I was like, if this was done peak WWE and he did this, everybody would have been screaming what during the whole fucking promo, which we're going to get to. Oh, <laughs> that, yes, we that just, will. That just drove me nuts that I was just like thinking about the way he was so deliberate and he was stopping. He was stopping for dramatic effect and he's stopping. He's stopping everything he's saying. And that was such a big fucking deal. He shows up in that Canadian tuxedo with the toothpick and the greased hair. And that had never been done before. And mind you, this is the very early days, the very early years of the Internet. So, like, this behind-the-scenes shit was not as known unless you were, like, listening to Meltzer. You know what I mean? Like, you didn't – this is back when Meltzer was at his peak power. Yeah. He was just like – he was – who's the guy? Who's the energy vampire from fucking – Colin Robinson. Colin Robinson. He was Colin Robinson in a room like. Yeah. I don't know. R.P. Scott Hall. Also, the uh, man responsible for the the Crow Sting character. Mm-hmm. According to him and Sting. Sting is. Yeah, Sting, Sting was the one that says Sting says it. Yeah. First uh, uh, ladder match in WWE. Scott Hall and fucking HBK. Very impressive. Very cool. R.P. Dead. Let's move on. Any final thoughts on this? Negative. Negatory. Brandon, questions, thoughts? No, I'm good. Okay. Let's move on real quick. We're going to go through stardom because we've got a big show coming up, uh, but it's at the end of the month. 
But they announced the Cinderella Tournament. Cinderella will be named. Now, I'm not going to go through everybody, but uh, we will probably, I will pick some matches for you guys to watch if you don't watch the whole thing. Um, it's single elimination, so you're eliminated over, I think you're eliminated over the top rope, too. It's 10-minute time limit. It's pinfall, yeah, it's pinfall submission or over the top rope, you're eliminated. But well, one interesting thing is that uh, Kyrie, Kyrie Sane, Kyrie Hojo is not in this. It's a little disappointing for me because I think she's she's doubleheading the big show at the end of the month, and then this starts in April. And um, uh, it makes me think that she's not working every show. She might just be around for special events and stuff like that. Chris, does this make you less excited, more excited, or what? You conked out. I didn't hear you. Less excited, more excited, or what for this uh with I'm, ex- I'm just excited. Yeah. Something, right? I mean, it's something. We got something because there's yeah. really been nothing. No, this is a dog days, especially in AEW because we have a long time before a pay per view. Although it hasn't been bad, but there you go, Brandon. You're gonna. Uh, I got some good stuff that you're gonna have to check out. So <laughs> deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll do my homework happily. Yeah. Uh, is this something where you feel like it's set and set? where Kyrie Sane is not appearing, or do you feel like there's potential for it to be an, an intentional exclusion? No, she's, she's, they put out the bracket. She's not included in it. So the current champs are Tsuri and Sayakami Tani, and um, they get first-round buys. Often in the first round, someone gets double eliminated. That often happens. It's kind of predictable at this point. You know, for all the things, the things like tout stardom for, their booking at times is predictable and makes no sense. <laughs> it's the worst part of their thing is that it's kind of like, you know, kind of doesn't make sense at times. But, um, yeah, it's it's pretty set in stone who's going to be in it. And it's all, lo- it's all local okay. talent. It's all people that have worked there before. So we're not getting any foreign talent coming over yet, which makes sense for their, for like, business model standpoint like you don't know if you're gonna get locked down again the way this fucking shit's been going so just stick with the people you know i don't know it should be fun though it's one of the first years it's got all these people from you know like all these new signings are gonna be involved in it which which should add some new blood to which should be fun yeah let's do it let's uh yeah you you do your your homework combing through it and i'm happy to (laughs) happy to dump a couple hours in that yeah and also real quick because we don't talk much about new japan but we should because it's getting better. New Japan Cup. I'm going to go through. We've worked through some of this stuff. And here's who you have. Here's your matchups right now. So I think they're down to the... Well, they got a couple of rounds. So Kazuchika Okada has worked his way through. Um, he faced Taichi. I've been watching a lot of this stuff on the treadmill. It's uh, the perfect two matches of New Japan Cup is one treadmill run. It's perfect. I get just over two kilometers out of it by doing this. So, Kazuchi Okada is facing off against Sima, who is the Gleet dude. Remember Gleet? Gleek. Gleek. And then Gleek. we got Tetsuya Gleek. Naito versus Jeff Cobb. Does any any of his matchups excite you? Naito with his revenge match against Jeff Cobb. Uh, Brandon? Yeah, I mean, that's very exciting. Pumped for both of, both of those two, especially the rematch Gleet again. I'm just like, oh, Gleek. What the fuck is that? I don't. I don't remember who that is at all. So, Seaman Gleek. 
Semen gleeking. Semen gleek. Canyon semen gleek. Yes. R.I.P. Canyon semen. Someone probably has gleeked semen before, and that poor guy's named after it. I know it. Um, <laughs> my own semen I've gleeked. Um, all right, the other side, we, have, we haven't moved on to the next round yet, the other side. It's we got uh, Great O'Carney versus ZSJ. Brandon, Great O'Carney versus Zack Saber Jr. Thoughts? Yeah, uh, we met up at Chris's house. Jimmy got me a little plushy toy of yeah, the Carney after making fun of him for so long, and it's funny how um, I don't know weak my opinions are about all this shit that I have. This guy sitting under my monitor while I work all day, and I'm like, I like this guy now. <laughs> this is my guy. <laughs> I've been staring yeah, at him for so your guy. a couple hours a day, and I'm like, I actually like this guy. Oh, he'll win you over. So, Chris, let's go. Thoughts? Great O'Carney versus ZSJ. We get an actual yeah, shoot I, fighter versus ZSJ. Well, ZSJ's this shit. We'll see. I, I, I got to get my engine revving, revving from New Japan again. Let's do it. Let's get your engine yeah. revving and revving. Rubbing, gleeking. Rubbing, rubbing, gleeking, gleeking, semen. Gleeking, semen. <laughs> I gleek, then I rub, then I run, then I semen. Then I semen. Uh, we got Sonata versus Billy the Birdman, Vil Osprey. Brandon, are you excited to see this? I know you're a Sonata fan. I was a Sonata fan because I bet on him in a pick him to win, to make it to the G1 final. He actually fucking did it. I won. 100 bucks. Yeah. Now that I, now that uh, there's no money on the line, it's like uh, watching an American League baseball game. I'm just like, oh, I don't care about any of these teams. <laughs> the Detroit Tigers. Like fucking, <laughs> fucking, <laughs> fucking Mariners-Tigers game yeah, uh, we'll Wednesday at 1 p.m. Like, oh, boy. This is a perfect time to take a nap. <laughs> Something's going wrong if I'm watching this. <laughs> Chris, Sonata versus Billy the Birdman. Excited? I don't fucking care. All right, let's move on. How about this one? Shingo Takage facing off against Chase Owens. Brandon. Yeah, I mean, I haven't heard bad things about Chase Owens. I haven't had much of an eye on him, but uh, we like Shingo. This might be an opportune time for him to get a look against. Is he, is, no, he's not the champ anymore, so no, against an ex-champ for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Shingo beat uh, the first round match was against Tomohiro Ishii, which was exactly what you expect. They beat the piss out of each other. Chase Owens. You want to hear who he beat to get there? He beat Jada and Tiger Mask. Chris, thoughts? Two of the greatest. Jada, who's one of the most spry professional wrestlers <laughs> uh, around today. And uh, Tiger Mask, who... Diverticulitis. Who had diverticulitis. Diverticulitis yeah. mask. Two of the greatest torsos. Shooting liquid <laughs> out of your ass, Hips. mask. <laughs> All right, so, and then the final match of this round is Evil versus Hiromu Takahashi. So, Hiromu Takahashi versus Minoru Suzuki was, that's who he, he beat Minoru Suzuki to get into this round. Insane. Check it out. They chop the fucking piss out of each other. Blood comes out of their pores Ooh. from the chops. It's insane. Brandon, you excited for Evil versus Hiromu Takahashi? Evil in anything? Yeah, I don't want to spoil spoil our uh, bracket for next week, but Evil might have won it all. We're big old evil people over we're, here we're now. I don't give a fuck about that. If you have Halloween costume gear, we're all behind it. Chris, thoughts? Evil versus Hiromu Takahashi. 
Yeah, I, I, I'm having a hard time getting into any of this. Yeah. Well, let, let's let's Sorry. break it down. For I would have. I now now Hiromu versus uh, Minoru Suzuki. Check it out. Definitely, I'm all about. Yeah. But Evil. From at this March point, 13th. he's trolling everybody, right? Evil. Like yeah. he's just like you know everybody hates me. I'm just going to be the worst dude ever. <laughs> well, we did we talk about it here where Tamatanga and Tangaloa got turned on by Jay White. Did we talk on a podcast about this on Impact? I think we did briefly, and I said I didn't care about Tamatanga. Yeah. Evil yeah, turned on. Like, Evil beat the shit out of Tamatanga. <laughs> so they're out. G.O.D. is out of the Bullet Club. Great. The Bullet Club's still around. And we yeah. just got done talking about NWO being a flash in the pan. And this thing's still <laughs> hanging around. around. 15 years. Jesus Christ. Okay, so this isn't exciting you, so let me, let me break this down for you. So Okada is facing SEMA. Okada will be in the final. Seaman. Naito is facing Jeff Cobb. I'm imagining Jeff Cobb makes it the final. I think we're getting Okada versus Jake, Jake, Jeff Cobb on one side. So we get the Great O'Carney versus Zack Sabre Jr. Zack Sabre Jr. always does well in these. I'm going to say we get Zack Sabre Jr. goes through. And then we get Will Ospreay versus Sonata. I think we're getting Will Ospreay versus Zack Sabre Jr. in that final, which should be good. Shingo versus Hiromu Takahashi on the other side. So when it comes down to it, you're, you're going to have Okada, prob- Okada definitely, Jeff Cobb probably, <laughs> Will Ospreay on one side, and Hiromu Takahashi on the other side. Should be pretty good. Shingo versus Hiromu Takahashi, I, I don't know. I, I'll take Shingo versus Zack Sabre Jr. or versus uh, Will Ospreay as well. The problem is, is that, okay, they line up as really good matches, but it kind of is like we've seen all these before. Brandon, thoughts? Yeah, I mean, this is just going to be one of those things, Jesus Christ, that uh, I'm going to have to take a look at it and see if I can get into it, because right. right now, not so much. I'm still laughing at Chris saying the, the Bullet Club NWO thing. The Bullet Club is like one of those bands, like when you see Leonard Skinner's tour, and you're like, everybody <laughs> yeah. has been relevant. Leonard one has been gone for cousin. 20 years. <laughs> it's like, what, the, the, didn't they all like die the at player. one point? They're all dead. The Van Zants are all dead. It's like their cousin, their second cousin, somebody's husband. Some Almond is still around. It's still the Almond Brothers band still <laughs> yeah. on the road. <laughs> all right, let's move on. What do we got next? Uh, oh, Dynamite. AEW. It's time for AEW. AEW Dynamite. Boo. All right. Do I sound excited? <laughs> yeah. Um... Oh, wait, I got the wrong results up. Oh, my God. <laughs> Jimmy, you seem like you're a little tired. <laughs> you seem like you've been podcasting for hours I'm now. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry to our listeners. You're going to have to give me <laughs> well, I'm the uh, AW results uh, with Dynamite. Oh, no. with the... uh. <laughs> uh, Dynamite. Bleacher Report last week. Come on. What the fuck date was last week? I like how you Google shit, and for some reason it gives you the dynamite from January 22nd. Like, I what the sword. fuck? It's the worst. Oh, my God. Oh. Hold on. Past, past week. There we go. <laughs> there we go. I found it. Oh. All right. I found it. There he is. We just show up and like open the newspaper. Like, What's what happened <laughs> this week? <laughs> like, I'm sorry. All right, so Chris Jericho comes and comes out. Judas in my mind, 
I just couldn't do it. I, can't, I couldn't say it. I couldn't, I couldn't shake your hand. I'm sorry. I couldn't shake your hand. Eddie Kingston comes out. Uh, should I go through the whole thing? Yeah, I'll go through the whole thing. Yeah, Eddie Kingston comes do. out, and Eddie Kingston says, uh, they start what chanting him, and he shuts him the fuck down. He ain't showing up. Steve Austin don't work here. That shit was Steve fucking awesome. Shut those dorks up. Who the f- Yo, for real, who the fuck is wadding in 2022? The year of total annihilation. Brandon thought. It's 100% me bringing one of my friends on a Wednesday night, and he had 10 drinks, and I convinced him AEW was good, and he hasn't watched wrestling in a decade, and he's like, this will be funny. It doesn't ask his friend if it will be funny, and then just spouts it out when it gets real quiet. And the weird thing is like, it was like eight people, but they were really loud. It wasn't like the whole crowd was doing it. I'm sure they were getting shouted down, but it was like eight dudes go, what? Well, because the rest of the crowd was actually interested in what Eddie Kingston had to say, so they shut up because it was compelling. God, what is the worst thing that happened to professional wrestling? <laughs> it really is. Besides, like, the rape and sexual assaults and stuff like that. What? There's been Chris, some bad stuff. Yeah, Chris does. There's a Chris, whole TV series based on it. All, <laughs> yeah, but that only happened in Canada. All that stuff happened in Canada. Yeah, most of it happened in Canada in season two. Johnny Canine. Anyway, let me go through this real quick. Okay, so um, as if you guys are interrupting me. Stop. Stop what you're doing. Um so he addresses uh, Eddie Kingston. Eddie Kingston comes out. He, he shouts down the Watts. Where was I? Okay. And then uh, Jericho goes to shake his hand. 2.0 shows up with uh, that other guy that didn't make the cut on the uh, bracket. And they start beating the shit out. I okay. They start beating the shit out of Eddie Kingston. Then uh, the proud and the powerful show up. Eddie King, uh, Jericho. Grabs the baseball bat that the Proud and Powerful have and start beating the shit out of the Proud and Powerful. <laughs> and Eddie Kingston. And now Jericho has a new faction. He's sick and tired of everybody's bullshit. He is now a member of the Proud Boys. Brandon, thoughts? <laughs> yeah. The Jericho Appreciation Society forms, which I, it has to be short-lived. This can't go on for long. Yeah, I felt like Jericho was kind of turning around a little bit with the Kingston thing. I was getting into it. I, it almost looked like he got thinner from Sunday to Wednesday, too. I don't think he got a spray tan or something because he was very orange. But I was like, wow, he looks more youthful than he, had, he did like a week ago. South and Bronx I, paradise, baby. And I was, you know, hopes are up. Kingston killed it. And then I kind of was just like, oh, no, I don't two point like I like Daniel Garcia, but 2.0 doesn't do it for me when it comes to like these bigger names that we're interested in, whether it be Jericho or Kingston. Um, I think they're going to do like a, a, a Garcia versus King or a, sorry, Garcia versus Jericho thing in the near future. But uh, I hope they just kind of stick with Jericho and Kingston. They were more interesting and this wasn't good by the end of it. Chris thoughts. What was Jake Hager doing? Oh, did he come to the ringside? He came to yes. the ring. He got in the ring. He asked why, why, why. Did like and then arms went, up in the air and was saying why. And then he went, because ah! like he against his will attacked the proud and powerful. Mm-hmm. It's like sloth no from the Goonies. Yo, yeah. yo, bad storytelling. This made no fucking sense. It was completely garbled the fuck up. Okay. Those two let dis- idiots. Let me disagree with you a little bit. I kind okay. of agree with you. I did like. We've watched stardom over the years. 
okay, or over the year. Um, when Odeo Tai, the heel faction, has someone betray their faction and join them, they beat the shit out of each other the whole match, and then they turn on their buddies, which makes no sense. Mm-hmm. At least in this one, it was kind of like 2.0 and Garcia were beating the shit out of Kingston, and then they just went over and kind of laid on top of Jericho. Which I was watching yeah. to see if they started punching it. I didn't it makes no that. fucking st- sense. They kind of like laid on him, laid their knee on him, kept him down, like kept the decoy going until the last minute. I did like that. I just wish they were called the Proud Boys. Um, the other thing was is you know we talk about this all the time. It's going to be a uh, there's going to be a um, a theme. It's going to go through this entire podcast with me. And. <sighs> Why are 2.0 even there? To lose. They're they're not in the tag. They got a million fucking tag teams. And these guys are not even involved in the tag team picture. They just kind of yell at a camera and walk around and leave and beat people up in catering. It makes no sense. I don't understand what what their purpose is in AEW, why they're there. And now we're going to use this team who's never done anything to push a story. It just doesn't make they're, they're, it doesn't make a fuck any fucking sense. You know, I just it's Brandon thoughts tuned out. Yeah, I've tried to embrace the fact that there's 700 fucking guys back there that could show up at any moment. And some of them have to be like no name non thought of figures that just exist as like goonies goons i just said slaw from the goonies baby roof Uh, but yeah i'm just it's hard not to react the same way chris did we were just like what why are they you fucking here at all so but you know here's the thing though i understand what you're saying like and it makes perfect sense it's my question is always like you know, from watching wrestling, I'll compare it to when we were kids and we watched on Saturday afternoons and they used to just squash the shit out of guys. Those guys were just paid to show up that day. You can do that. You can have like, <laughs> hey, look, we need some like, yo, 2.0, come in here and lose to the proud and powerful. We'll pay you, you know, five grand and your and your and your uh, and your travel to get down here this week. And catering. Yeah, I mean, like it. I'm just saying, it's like, you know, you don't have to lock these guys to fuck up. And then it's, yeah, yeah, it's, it's Vince Russo shit. It's fucking, everybody has to have a fucking storyline. No, they don't get rid of this fucking dead weight. You notice when a professional, like, I don't know what that con guy that worked for WWE now does. Remember the, the other con con that came in and just started. What's that? Nick, Nicholas Khan. Nicholas Khan, I thought it, all right. I thought his name was forget it. I was gonna say Ratha, but anyway, is <laughs> that Ratha? Anyway, he shows up, right? And he, I don't know what he did before, but he seems like a corporate, you know, businessman. He shows up and he goes, "All these fucking people you're paying to sit backstage, get rid of all them." Mm. Right? I know. It's just like you're watching a professional, somebody who, you know, the the pinnacle of this of that of the business the the biggest company in this business and they're now saying it's a smart idea to cut people that don't do shit and not pay them and you're continuing to do it it doesn't make any fucking sense i and and then you you almost feel justified in using them by jamming them into these fucking storylines but they i i think uh, i'm gonna disagree with you guys i think that 
the reason they're involved is because they're attached to Daniel Garcia. Daniel Garcia is the one that's going to look great coming out of all this. Those dopes are going to eat pins and just get heat the whole time. Daniel Garcia yeah. is the one that's going to win in all this. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, not to not to be Vince Russo here, I think where I'm lost with them is if they're there and they're not hired for the day, what do they want and what are they doing? And I, I don't have an answer to that question. So when they're out there, they just feel like aimless jobbers. But they're always out there. They're out there a lot. Does that make well, sense? Well, that's what I was going to yeah. say. They get a ton of fucking screen time. Yeah. I mean, they're not a terrible promo. They're fine. They're basically yeah. managers. Your head's a square. <laughs> hey, you're a square head. Hey, square head. Square, square head. head. Square head. What? Square head. What? Square head. What? The, the now you're on my team. Loud as shit for this. I know they were hype. Some people, you know, I'm a big listen. You you like whoever you want. I don't care. When we go to professional wrestling live, I boo the bad guys and cheer the good guys. It's just it's like going to the opera. You know what I mean? Like it's part of being part of the show. People that were there was people cheering this in the front row, and I'm just like, what are you doing? Like, none of it. Like, okay, here's a question for you. Serious question. Uh, Shinsuke Nakamura, when he initially turned heel in WWE, changed his music because everybody sang it. They were like this because he had amazing like fuck. He had amazing entrance music that everybody sang along. So he changed the whole fucking thing. Does Jericho still come out to Judas? Are people still going to be singing along to Judas as him trying to be like ultimate evil betrayer? Thoughts, Brandon? It would be cool if he picked a shittier Fozzie song or something else and tried to get that over as like heel Jericho jukebox song that Chris puts on at the bar. Uh, But I I think he's too self-indulgent to go there. Yeah. And he's going to like, this is too short term for him to indulge in that. But actually now that I'm thinking about it, it, he could, he could switch his Fozzie track because he, he also wants to get Fozzie's plays up or he does with, um, who's the Italian bald Italian guy from NXT, Chris. Uh, Tommaso Ciampa. Tommaso Ciampa. Tommaso Ciampa. Sicilian psychopath. Yeah, he started coming out without any music. People just booed the shit out of him. <laughs> it was great. If Jericho comes out with no music, or no, I can't see. Well, he definitely wouldn't do that because 90% of his entertainment value is, is him, him coming out. <laughs> but maybe. I'm just putting it out there. Chris, would you be more or less excited about Jericho doing this whole thing if he doesn't come out to Jews? Do I think he should change his music? 100%. Will he? No. Too much ego. I don't even think it's that. I think it's just... There's such... It's such not a... like. It's such a... Oh, God. What's the word I'm looking for? There's such a focused group of fans that they Mm -hmm. have that whatever you do is not going to matter. They don't watch heroes and villains they it's everything's my favorite everything's muddied right like when you said you you root for the the heroes and you cheer or you root for the heroes and you boo boo the villains okay yeah it makes sense i you'll sometimes hear me cheer the villains when they're 
because I appreciate a good bad guy. Yeah. Not because I, I just I just get excited because now the story is moving. So like mm. if a bad guy if a heel does something, you'll hear me go, Yeah. I'm a big fan of cheering bad guys when they do their initial bad thing. Yes. And then afterwards they need to get beat up. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that but here's the thing. You're like, appreciating him and then afterwards you're, like boo, you're a bad person. You're appreciating the storyline. Right, you're appreciating the storyline, like the the telling of the story. Mm. You're in, you're wrapped up in it, and now you got a bad guy that's really bad, and that makes you happy because it brings you into the story. Right, you know. And then I don't know how long this is going to last. And look, if we know anything about Jericho, he can get the Jericho Appreciation Society over. I yeah. mean, he can do it. He's one of the best ever at it. So, yeah. Brandon, thoughts? Final thoughts on this? Yeah, as of recovering uh, Jericho Holic, I'm sure I could probably have, have bought in to that back in the day. But it's funny how much better Kingston is than him at what Jericho's good at today. When I was watching those two, I, that's the first thing that crossed my mind. I was like, man, I am more excited to hear Eddie Kingston talk than Chris yeah. Jericho. He's so fucking good, dude. It's effortless. It's really like I, even as much as we talk about it, I still think it's underrated. We'll get to it. Wardlow comes out right after this. Mm-hmm. The and it, I don't even think that was bad, but the stark difference in just like how effortless it is to Eddie Kingston is bananas. It's gonna be a shame to see him lose an art bracket to evil. All right, <laughs> Who let's cares? <laughs> um, <laughs> no spoilers. Uh, so Hangman uh, defends his title against Dante Martin. That's not the important part. Dante Martin, he says, uh, you know, kid, come on, see me next time. Fight me again. You're great. This is great. Adam Cole comes out, and now they're fighting again, even though Adam Cole has lost. <laughs> now Adam Cole's right back in the title scene. Brandon. Muteman. They like putting Dante Martin over. This button, I, th- I must have got fucking syrup in here because I'll click it and then nothing Seaman. happens. And then yeah. and semen stuck in there. He was eating pancakes, doing yeah. <laughs> Fucking George Costanza right eating, afraid... eating the eating the Sunday. Yeah, I'm afraid to. <laughs> I'm, I'm afraid to clean mine. I'm afraid it'll break it. Mine sticks a little. Yeah, bit. whatever I, think, I listen, did. I got. Yeah, it does that. It sucks. Go ahead, Brandon. I got a. Little pearl milling company syrup in in here somehow, but um, so sorry about that, guys. Um, I they like putting Dante Martin over, like uh, almost as a Dante Martin fan more than I would expect them to. Right. I did like the idea of just flat, having a random title match that you didn't expect coming. Uh, that's the type of stuff that I've been asking for from them. Is like everything doesn't have to be a three month drug out drama show and everything after that you i think you guys know what i think about so i am um, i think this is a good way to number one you you make martin uh dante martin look good but at no point like adam page won that like you knew adam page was winning adam page pads his record record whatever they mean but it looks makes him look like a strong champ because he beats a guy pretty wholeheartedly but at the same time he's like yeah okay martin you were really good but you're not there yet and just having that champ, it's like, I don't fucking care. We go uh, Wednesday night, no, nobody's watching. I'll defend. Yeah. As opposed to the... Uh, go ahead. Chris. Oh. <laughs> Let's move on. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, 
Can you guys I, I tell know. we've been I, I recording think, for three hours? Couple, <laughs> I think after a couple, like, I won't. I, I'm not opposed to them actually taking like Adam Page and putting them in their back pocket for a couple weeks after mm-hmm. a big pay per view win. And I wish they would do that. And then we would see some more, you have some more like, you know, B and C storylines advance, focus on them for a week or two, especially now, because now you're going into that period of the year where I think traditionally most wrestling companies back it off because it's WrestleMania. WrestleMania is good. Yeah. So just like dial, don't dial the fuck back. Don't try. They, and most of them don't. It's like, don't, you want to save this shit for when people are going to be fucking watching. Like cash in on WWE's, uh, like the excitement around WWE that happens once a year to WrestleMania, right. but don't right. try to compete with them. It's insanity. Everybody's going to be. No. Playing. Yeah. So that's it. I mean, whatever, you know, where we're going with this. Yeah. Okay. Just do. Okay. So Adam Cole, this is on rampage. This happens. Adam Cole backstage. We get the stupid thing with the young bucks who can't act. And it's the usual shit. And young bucks are like, yeah, we'll, we'll help you out. We'll be your partners. It's going to be a six-man. We'll be your partners. And he's like, no, I decided to go with Red Dragon. They were like, what? What do you mean? This was so fucking stupid. It made no no sense. Why would they think that they were going to be in his corner? It doesn't make any sense. If we yeah, have no thoughts I, on it, I, we can move on. You, I don't care. No, no, no. What I wanted to say was, is don't you? isn't that the lead-in to the championship match? Mm. Don't you wrestle a six-man, then wrestle the championship match? You right. just beat me one-on-one, so next week, on an inferior show, as opposed to the one you have to actually pay for, I'm going to wrestle you again, but you're going to have two more people, and I'm going to have two more people, and it's going to be a tag team match. It makes no fucking... This is not how you tell a fucking story. Don't you <laughs> use the tag team match to get heat on the on the one-on-one yeah, match. You don't go in reverse the fuck well we, we, i mean we're gonna, we're gonna talk about what's going on next week with the women's division so it's like ooh, they have like, that, uh, they're they, they gotta have title matches all the time I, or, well, I mean I it makes sense because they don't really have pay-per-views they only have a couple pay-per-views a year so you're trying to like make people watch your tv show i guess i don't know why wouldn't you have them lose the pay-per-view then well here's the other thing though if you're getting people to watch your tv show, show here's a better plan tell better fucking stories i mean that's true yeah right and then people will watch because here's the thing that i i I heard uh i think i heard it last this week that i could be wrong who's the guy that does the ratings dave Meltzer. no no the guy that has all the bars Uh, brandon thurston brandon thurston so brandon thurston he puts these ratings up and they had x amount of people that watched AEW, 970,000 people watched AEW, whatever the That's pretty cool, is. that thing, though. Right. Do you know that um, I think a million one or a million two watched the Big Bang Theory before AEW? Yeah, and then they tune out in 20 minutes. Then they then they tune out. And yeah, of course. Well, hold on. I watched, listen, in, hold on. To defend this stat, real quick, I watch Jeopardy. I also watch Wheel of Fortune. It's on my television. I don't fucking watch it. Right. That's what ends up happening with, with Big Bang Theory. And I think I that they're... So as a lead-in, you get a big drop yeah. of that first uh, couple of minutes in the show, and they get a big, like, 100,000 drop after Big right. Bang Theory. So at some point, like at 15 minutes in, someone everybody changes the channel that isn't interested in, w, in uh, AEW. You know what I mean? Right, right. I, I do the same thing. 
But with Jeopardy, I understand. I'm at the million. I'm I'm part of that million. I'm not part of that nine hundred thousand. No, I, I I understand that. But what I'm saying is is that, you know, they're 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 they're. I'm going off on a on a on down a, into the weeds here. I'm sorry. Go 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 ahead. They're 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 about to be taken over by Discover. Right? TNT is about to be taken over by Discover. That's AT&T, the company right? that's AT&T? buying AT&T? all of it. Is it AT&T? I don't know that it's AT&T. Whoever it is, it is, Discovery is the big dog in that in that that pool of networks. They're about to be taken over by them. You're going to have a network exec who's going to say, you have the best time slot, and you're losing 200,000 people a night. Now, Friday night, who gives a shit? It's 10 o'clock on a Friday night. Nobody fucking cares about that. But 8 o'clock on a fucking Wednesday is a big deal. And if you're losing from 730 to 8, you're losing fans, you're losing eyes on the product, what is the point of me keeping this on here? Warner Media to – hold on, I'm getting – Oh, for sure. Go ahead. Continue, guys. Well, I, I, I guess the point I'm making is is that they are in a position in which somebody else is going to – we talked about this last week. Somebody else is going to take over this network, and they may not be that excited about this fucking product. And if they're losing 200,000 viewers from a non-primetime hour to a primetime hour, they may give them the fucking boot. AT&T, that real quick, real quick. That. AT&T has announced it has proposed a merger between Discovery Incorporated and its media subsidiary, Warner Media. It will be spun off into a new publicly traded company known as Warner Brothers Discovery. There you go. Yeah. So you're going to have somebody new. And I think it's the guy. Is it going to be the same guy that took over? That's taken over CNN. You know, I mean, they, they, they may, they may, I'm just saying if they don't, if they don't start telling fucking stories that people are interested in and not pitching an idea to people who are already watching it, doing something, it's going to be tough to be able to have that ground. We just talked about Scott Hall, have that groundbreaking thing that's going to make new people tune the fuck in. Chris, right. we talked about this before. There are no new people. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, is that there are no new people. You can't grow this fucking product. You may be saying the bye bye to TBS. On Wednesday nights for AEW. That's what I'm saying. But they're not. Go ahead, Brandon. I'll let you go. Just to add to Chris's point, it's not even the new people. Like they're still getting doubled up by Raw every week. So the the argument of of uh like if best case scenario, this executive that comes in is like knowledgeable on wrestling and they they're this new upstart wrestling company. And they're they're growing. They're getting viewers. I know I know NBA on TNT does 10x our viewers the next night at the same spot. But we're we're growing. Well, see CM Punk. How about him? He's already there. Uh, how about Daniel Bryan? He was big at WrestleMania. He's already there. We got Jeff Hardy last week. Our viewers went down from the week before. Like, what's the where's the up ramp for these for these executives to to see? You know what I mean? Right. It's just a steady, just under a million viewers. The catch being is that nobody else is doing on cable is doing a million viewers on Wednesday night. They're always you, you number one, number there. two. Yeah, and you do have a lot. point. Yeah, that's a nice slot to have. We're the best show on the worst day. You know what I mean? I mean, <laughs> yeah, I, you, I, got a point. Yeah. you do have a point there. You do you, have a point. It's just like unless something shows up, all of a sudden they're doing live uh, executions, and <laughs> they're getting twenty billion people are watching <laughs> live executions. <laughs> it's freaking uh, for dollars. Yeah, all of, all of a sudden it's the Running Man with it's Richard Dawson. Robo- 
the most watched TV show in the history of the universe. This is a good spot for them on Wednesday. Friday's a different story with with Rampage. Well, nobody cares about that title. Nobody, nobody watches Rampage. Nobody watches TV. Yeah, on nobody. Friday. That's just that. That's just cannon fodder. Just throw it out there. It gets it will get some people. It's yeah. either some people are going to watch Rampage or nobody's going to watch anything we put on. Let's get something. This is Friday night at ten o'clock. That's always right. been death spot. I don't know. I don't. I don't see them going anywhere. They're 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 in a a million people. That that that's what they get. I'd but love if two million people watched it because I'd get the much more stupid opinions on professional wrestling for people. Yo, you know this isn't real. Yo, that punch didn't look real. None of this is real. <laughs> I want more of that. It's rigged. This is rigged. This is rigged. Isn't it rigged? I don't know. And then you say, well, no. We talked about this. No. And then, it's still real to me. All right. Where were we okay. going with this? Where were we? I have no idea. <laughs> How do we get this? A fucking hurricane. Anyway, Adam, so I've, been sick of I've been sitting in this chair for 15 hours staring at this computer. I'm sorry, buddy. I'm right, just, I, go ahead. John Moxley and Brian Danielson versus two dopes. And, uh. No! Oh! <laughs> where the fuck they find these fucking couches? Dumb and dumber. Uh, the, the big guy with the gray hair, um, he's on AW Dark a lot. Losing. So, uh, yeah, there you go. There's your local talent jobbers match. Um, they win unsurprisingly and Regal comes in and cuts a promo. It's pretty cool. He, uh, I liked that he touched, <laughs> he touched your face <laughs> and says, looks like you haven't gotten a better tailor. It was really good. This yeah. is good. This is great. As a matter of fact, I love this. this was I excellent. wish Moxley wasn't considered like talked to. He was pretty much talked about by, uh, by, uh, uh, Mr. Regal as uh, secondary to this tech team, but, Brandon, good. Yeah, I, I mean, I this was one of my favorite AEW Dynamite moments ever. I really enjoyed that. I felt like I got some representation here. I was pumped up. Um, I I did laugh at the Moxley like being so ignored and the uh, Moxley's pacing around. He's always doing the thing Chris makes fun of where he's like his shoulders are rolling and he's, he his name comes up and he just goes like. <laughs> And just like wipes his, face. he just like wipes his face like this, like I'm I'm here. What are you? I'm waiting for something. Um, it it feels a little strange still. The two of them together as a tag team. I think William Regal will work to smooth that out over time. I I'm wondering where this goes besides them. Just if they're not like thirty and zero, it wouldn't make any sense. So I'm I'm curious how that's gonna play out because I'm gonna be fucking pissed if they lose to. The young bucks. You name you name five tag <laughs> yeah, anyone. teams. Anyone. Any yeah. Chris. Go ahead. So from there I'm a little nervous, but good. The only way that this works out for me, and I, I'm excited that they're doing it, but the only way it could ever work out is if they just tear through everybody, and they lose. The only time they either lose the 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 the, the ultimate match, the 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 big match is them. In a fucking insane match against the Lucha Brothers. That's the only way. Or let me propose this. Kenny Omega's coming back soon, right? He already was on yes. the pay-per-view. He'll eventually be wrestling again. Imagine. Imagine. This is magical. Now, mind you, in interviews, Brian Danielson and John Moxley have said they plan to enter the G1 Climax, New Japan G1 Climax, when 
there's fans allowed in the crowd, which they're starting to do. So imagine, okay, uh, Daniel Bryan, Brian Danielson, John Moxley, we'll say two other guys, maybe Miro and somebody else ends up going in New Japan Pro Wrestling's G1 Climax. Mox and Brian Danielson versus the Golden Lovers, Kota Ibushi and Kenny Omega. Would you be on board with that? Is that a team that you could imagine could beat those two? Because I ain't nobody, no tag team is beating Moxley and fucking Daniel Bryan unless they have internal struggle like they do in WWE. Chris, thoughts? No, I think you hit the nail on the head. I, I don't. I didn't even think about that. I tend to discount anything involving Kenny Omega. I mean, the guy's a good wrestler. I just didn't let by his fucking heel gimmick. You know. Um. So yeah. I think a lot of a lot of the reason why I discount him is because once again I've said it until I'm fucking want to throw up, but constantly playing to the back of the room, and I just don't buy it. I don't buy any of Christian it. Never I played Undertale, huh? You've never played Undertale? No, I don't he know did, what that is. He did an entire entrance at New Japan uh, uh, WrestleMania <laughs> based on Undertale, the video game. I don't know what that is. Neither do I. I never played it. Yeah, this is also the same guy that made fun of another tag team in AEW for sitting in their mother's basement playing video I'm sorry, just sitting in their basement playing video games. Kenny Omega did that one time. So. (laughs) Thoughts? But, yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, Yeah, just I'm I'm very interested, but I'm afraid I'm going to end up just, like, pretty disappointed by how this could possibly go. I will say, though. Talk about there's no new viewers. This feels like if there's a time to get new people tuning in, it would be these three. This was this hit a nerve with me that it probably hasn't been hit since we started this podcast as far as like, let's fucking go. Somebody's doing yeah. something around here. The, yeah. I'm excited for this week. Um, I want to say that. What do you think? You know, I, you know, I just disagree with the new viewers thing because I think everybody that knows who Mox is and Brian Danielson is is already watching wrestling. I don't know, man. I don't think there's anybody from back in the day from when the Shield first started and uh, Brian Danielson was on NXT when think, it was a game show. They tuned out. I think it's a, I think it's a weird thing where it's you're not pushing really for at this point you're not pushing. I mean you are pushing for new new viewers or return viewers. You're trying to leak pull some of that two million that watch Raw, which is miserable, that have somehow stuck their stake, their flag in the ground. They said, I'm WWE. None of that fucking matters. We're not AEW. We're not an AEW podcast. It just so happens to be the most interesting thing to watch right now. If WWE suddenly became interesting, we would watch it again. It's not. Yeah. To your point, there was a point in time in this podcast where we actually talked about NXT and ripped a fucking new asshole to AEW every week. So you're right. AEW stunk. There's this weird guys dying in the middle of the ring and I'm in this different around them. Yeah, okay, I'm in this different age bracket of like that. Those guys were almost like high school, college people, like dudes I know were still watching wrestling. And the, and I, I'm talking under five people. This is very Aunt Terry that likes tennis. Thought this was good, but <laughs> I've had the, those people reach out to me and be like, I saw this. This was really interesting. Specific to those two guys. Mm. So it's like I do think there is some pocket there of, of guys that are just like waiting for a nerve to be, to be cool struck. Again. 
be cool again. Mm-hmm. Wrestling, just honestly, AEW, stardom, to a lesser degree, Noah. New Japan's going to come back, man. There's some cool shit they can watch. WWE just isn't cool, and that's the one that's the easiest accessible, easily accessible product is WWE. I don't know. But you got you got to have it all. New Japan's wrestling is really good, but it's not going to win over a casual viewer because there's no promos. It's like right. Stardom has a fantastic wrestling, but I'm no I'm promos. not going to get a guy that drives a tasty cake truck to get into the Goddess of no, Cinderella right. tournament. No. <laughs> so Goddess of so, Cinderella. <laughs> goddess know, Cinderella of Princess. Regal coming out and saying, "Hey, this is going to go two ways, and you're or you're." What is it? We're gonna come out, and you're not gonna fucking like it because you're not gonna be as prepared as us. Right? Is like, all right, yes, let's sports, go. yes, let's fucking do this. I love me some William Regal too. Yeah, he rules. I'm glad he's back. I'm glad he's in here. I'm glad he got emotional. This is cool. Let's move on. Much more emotional moment. We had an emergency board meeting of the HFO. <laughs> <laughs> so everybody's in, a, everybody's in a ring. The AHFO. AHFO. Is it the A? Oh, Andrade, sorry. Uh, AHFO. So uh, they're going to vote. They want to vote Matt Hardy out because he screwed up the ending of that match. (laughs) They're going to vote him out. Uh, Isaiah Cassidy and Mark Quinn, they're like, nah, we vote in favor. I mean, he's going, we don't have to vote. You don't have to vote. I'm good to go. And then behind his back, they do thumbs down. They betray him. They kick the living shit out of him. They're really beating the shit out of him. Everybody's booing. You hear music. We all know what we're expecting, but it wasn't. It was Darby Allen and Sting come in. They start beating the shit out of them. Then that Hardy Boys music hits. Jeff Hardy, knowing that his brother is dying in the ring, decides to bust out. <laughs> <laughs> I've been waiting to talk about this all week. Buzzed out in a dance. <laughs> Buzzed out you wouldn't in do that for dance. Chris? Doing oh, I would dance. do it to Jimmy. If he was getting beat up, I'd run up to him, go about halfway, and just start going. Hand dancing. <laughs> so many handguns and hand dancing. Before it saves him. His fucking brother. Oh, my God. Brandon thoughts. I got to compare. It was like... It was sped up too. Like he knew he had something to do, but he just had to get one in. <laughs> so so bad. Let me get let me get one Cybergoth dance in real quick, just oh, for old time's sake, for the folks. Yeah, I mean this was fucking ridiculous. From the beginning, they could they couldn't come up ah. with a better way for this to all. <laughs> Jimmy unmuted for one second. You just hear a very loud noise come across. Uh. They couldn't come up with a better oh. way for this to to this was so unfold nice. than the, uh, the Isaiah Cassidy doing like a a fake thumbs up thumbs down. Oh god! Oh my god, like, dude! I, yeah, it like steals it, like it, it steals every it steals everything else that happens the moment you see Jeff Hardy bust out in that fucking dance. You're like, I, I it's like the Men in Black. It's like yeah. I forget what this. <laughs> oh my god, Chris thoughts. Oh my god, I'm dying. Jimmy sent out a text that said, did you guys watch? <laughs> it's waiting. Did you guys watch 
Did you guys watch Dynamite yet? Because something happened and I'm dying to talk about it. And I knew exactly what the fuck he was talking about. I think it was in the middle of something when I got it. So I didn't get the answer right away. But I was like, I know he's talking about this fucking dance. Oh my I was like, oh, my God, why? I watched so many. I got to save my brother. Wait. Do, 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 do. Like it. Like wow. <laughs> yeah, man, he did it real fast. You know, uh, I think <laughs> it's almost like he came out and it was like, I'm, I come out and I do this thing. And the crowd went so crazy that it's almost like he couldn't not do it. Or like maybe it's what they wanted. Yeah. Maybe it's the WWE mind as well, where it's like, I got to come out <laughs> and do my thing, my entrance while everybody turns around and stares. But we're in AEW. You're coming out doing your thing and they're still beating the shit. <laughs> yeah, right. Right. Their production is like, you know, fucking non-existent. Right. He just hits a, uh, he hits a clean as hell. One, two, three, hip thrust to the right. 180, bang, bang, bang to the left. And then he bolts the guy. Now I got to clean up what's going on. And the look on his face, he's like, oh shit, I forgot my brother's giving shit. <laughs> So good. This is easily one of my highlights of the year so far. Oh god, I can't breathe. That's gonna go in the best of list for 2022. He's he's the most dated motherfucker of all time. Let me let me. Okay, one thing I did notice when that music hit, there were so many women's voices that went through the roof like the fucking Beatles walked into the room. Yeah, they fucking love him, man. That's my mom. Uh, yo, you still watching wrestling? Jeff Hardy still wrestle? How about like, Chris Jericho? Those are the two. <laughs> Your mom's got a type, huh? Mm. Jeffy Hardy. Uh, fishnet, <laughs> fishnet t-shirt wearing dudes with lots of jewelry. Yeah. It's like that was my heyday when I was going to corn shows. Here we go. Let's move on. Sorry, I'm not talking shit on your mom. Your mom's a wonderful person. I've met her. You can talk shit on her. Wardlow does a promo. Holy shit, he can speak. And he actually was We were a Kid Rock family, by the way. Were you a Kid Rock family? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Not still, I hope. Last that CD. Hopefully not still. (laughs) God, guns, and Trump. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. uh, Wardlow does a promo, and he can speak. And he does a good promo. Well, he stumbles twice. He did a good job. He was solo in the ring, and he did a good job. Brandon, thoughts? He did. He did do a good job. I have to do this via Zoom where I have to talk to a large group of people once a week. I flub way more than that. That shit is not easy. I couldn't even begin to criticize him for, for doing that, let alone standing in a – I can look at a computer full of notes, let alone standing in the middle of the ring. Not easy for a guy who's there because of his body. He got the message across, and that, I think that's the best that I'll give him. Chris, Brandon, uh, at Christmas time in in the, in the in the Brandon household, is it? Has everybody just exchanged God's guns and Trump T-shirts? Kid Rock's <laughs> God's guns and Trump T-shirts every Christmas morning. Was he Brandon? Was he your mom's boyfriend that gave you the survival pack? That was my dad. No, that was All of a sudden, it was like two, 2015, my parents got divorced, and they both, on their own, went like re- alt-right. I, I don't know what it was. I, Trump got people fucking gassed up, dude. I know he did. 
People did not them. like Hillary Clinton. <laughs> yeah. No, they didn't. I mean, I didn't like Hillary Clinton either, but, I mean, come on. But that dude. <laughs> Orangeman? <laughs> TV dude? Oh, God. Yo, it's Kid funny. Rock like... back in the day, though, Joe C., that, that album wasn't that bad. <laughs> it's funny how we got stuck with a TV celebrity. It was Donald Trump, and Ukraine gets stuck with a TV celebrity. It's a fucking national hero. It's unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on. Chris, do you have any thoughts on this? <laughs> no, good promo by Wardlow. Yeah. He, you know, super articulate, too, uh, which I've heard him in an interview before. That wasn't a surprise. Flubbed a couple words. It almost seemed like he remembered it. You know, he oh, studied it. Yeah, he was it, not. Whatever. He, was, he flubbed, and he just picked it right back up again. That's what he's got to do. It was yeah. good. Yeah. All right. So what else do we have to talk about on Dynamite? Uh, Thunder Rosa versus Layla Hirsch for the Women's World Championship. Eliminator. Winner takes her on. Slow match. Interference. Thunder Rosa wins. Thunder Rosa is facing Britt Baker. No interference this time because it's in a steel cage. Brandon. Yeah, it's kind of like we could have just done this on Sunday. So this has been as much as I don't want to. This is all I'll say. Of all of the things that we criticize, this has been the thing I'm the most disappointed in is how they're they're handling the women's title picture. Also, we've given them a huge leash to get better. It's not gotten yeah. much better. We get about no. we get about 50 minutes total of women's matches on these two hour shows. Not good. Chris, thoughts? Yeah. Um, once again, we're working backwards. Mm-hmm. Right? Shouldn't the cage match have been on pay per view? Yeah. Makes Isn't sense. that the payoff? I don't. I, like, you're trying to make money off of fucking pay per views. Listen, I'm I'm not going to complain that I get to watch a fucking cage match. No, neither. It's am probably going to be good. You're right. And it will be for good. free on yeah. TV on TBS on a Wednesday. But at the same time, it's like. You're wasting everybody's time here. I will tell you this. I think that, you know, with um, Regal being there, I think one person that's definitely going to benefit from Regal being in AEW is Layla Hirsch. Yes, I agree. Because if he's a coach, she'll, he'll, because she's, you know, clunky as hell. But she's the and real I think deal. A lot, and I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that she really knows how to do this shit. She knows how to do it. You know, she pulled off, you know, she did an ankle pick. Mm-hmm. She does a bunch of real shit. And, um, she did a there was a switch from underneath. She did. She did that super smooth. But some of the stuff like the takedowns, the ankle picks, some of the submissions she does in the real Rocky because she only knows how to do them one way to her people. And that's fucking whip them the fuck out. Right. And it's got to be hard to pull that off. So she's that's the biggest issue, I think, with her is having to dial it back. I agree with that. It's, you know what I mean? it's almost like and, she doesn't know how to do it in a flashier way. It right. It has to look right. ridiculous. It doesn't have to look real. Right. Make it exactly. Look impressive it doesn't have to really look like like it like if if something really hurts it doesn't have to look impressive necessarily well and you gotta make it look impressive and the other thing is too like you know when it comes to things like uh grappling a lot of it has to do with me the 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 aggressor for lack of a better way to put it the aggressor tricking the other person into doing something they don't want to do and that's what causes the reaction in which you get a takedown right when you're doing it, you're eliminating that 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 push pull, mm-hmm. right? I push you, 
You push back into me, I yank you down. Right. Right? You don't have to do that. So it eliminates the entire setup, and it gets kind of, like, just doesn't look good. And I think with Regal being there, he's going to polish her up. She's going to be fucking awesome. I really like her, and it's it's a shame. It has nothing to do with her talent. It's just that she's not refined, necessarily. Yeah. Yeah. She's no longer a legit wrestler. She should be a fucking pro wrestler. It's got to be over the top. I'd love to see her do more of a Brit rest style where it looks worse than it actually is. You know what I mean? Like it yeah. looks painful, mm-hmm. but necessarily isn't painful. You know what I mean? Right. Brandon, final thoughts on this? I, yeah, two things. Not exactly final thoughts. Uh, one, I think she'll pick that up really quickly yeah. just from how far she's advanced in the, the year that – I've been watching her, and I meant to ask this during the William Regal segment. Uh, Chris, and you might know know this. Uh, to me, that's like the most interesting shit about pro wrestling is like that William, like sort of what William Regal is referring to with Brian Danielson is like from three to midnight, we drilled, drilled, drilled. I remember William Regal, the NXT manager. I remember William Regal, the the Brit wrestler of heel. Do we, how, when did he get so fucking good at this? Like, what? how does he, like, what? what is his background? I think I was a little bit thrown off by the fact that he's this, like, legendary coach. I'm Obviously, Brian Danielson, Ring of Honor, like, I'm aware of it, but it was like, when did he become so much better than the average person, or do you know why? Chris, is he a Billy Robinson disciple? No, but they all work off of that, and, and he's not a wrestler at all. No. He's a sports entertainer. Yeah. For lack, you know, that's what we're going to refer to. He's not an actual, like, catch wrestler. Yeah. But all those guys in England on World of Sport, Finley that we know of, Finley, yeah. guys like that, all those guys from England. ZSJ, guys like modern that, guys. ZSJ is one of them. Yes, yeah, ZSJ, Pete Dun- Butch, sorry. Sorry, Butch. <laughs> yeah, Butch, I Butch, about that. Butch, but, uh, <laughs> but all those guys all work that, that uh, catch wrestling, you know, that's – Catch wrestling is called catch wrestling because anything you can catch, you can break. Right. So, um, you know, that's where you get the finger turns and, you know, the bending, a lot of wrist locks and things like that. Um, they all work that way. Right. And it's very I watch I watched I, I, what made me do it. But I fell into a YouTube hole years ago of World of Sport from like the 80s. And that's all it is. And it's all taken. So. To go back even further, it's from the origins of professional wrestling when guys like Hackenschmidt and Luthez used to wrestle. They would do legitimate no-time-limit submission or pinfall wrestling matches, okay? And then they realized, we're going to go do this. We did it in Philly. We're going to go do it in Baltimore tomorrow. Why do this legitimately? We'll just do the same match because when they were doing it, nobody knew. Right. 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 So you can go do the same match over and over again, and that's how it ended up becoming what it is today. And it really stuck with that, you know, that formula. It was everything was two out of three falls. It was very like traditional folk style, which is folk style is like what you see in uh, high school, right. like that kind of wrestling. And, and and he comes out of that school. So where he's not, a, I don't think he has any real legitimate like um, amateur wrestling background. They were all trained like that. And that's why he's so good that like we were just talking about is not only was he trained in those things that are legit, but he's trained in these legit things 
that are tweaked and refined to be able to do them without hurting somebody right. and have them look really good. And that's why he's as good as he is. Right. And then he's got a great fucking personality and he's never been afraid to bear his ass on television. He's all about, once again, uh, Scott Hall. I don't give a shit. We're getting a paycheck. Right. You need me to look like a fucking moron. I will look like the biggest moron you need me to look. Everybody's got a role to play. Listeners, tell your friends. You will not hear insight like that that Chris just gave you on yeah. the wrestling podcast. That was excellent. Good job, Chris. Thank you. You're welcome for a little setup there, I, buddy. I, I, I just wanted to set him up, knock uh, him down. Thank you very much. <laughs> I, I did just want to say real quick, though, Layla Hirsch, I think there's a ton of potential in that. Because it's interesting how well that style of wrestling plays to me, juxtaposed against the rest of what you get in AEW and how much more interesting it becomes immediately. I found this match terribly interesting. I enjoyed it, but there was no – we knew who was winning. I said last uh, last week, I was like, it'd be cool if she wins. It'd be great. It'd be a surprise, but new matchups. It would the fact nice, that she right? got picked for that means more to me that's than big, the, the match itself. Yeah. Very cool. Um, main event. TNT Championship. Uh, according to this, it's the title versus the streak. Whatever the fuck the streak is. What was he? The Scorpio Sky running through the neighborhood? Did he run through the quad naked? Um, Sammy Guevara versus Scorpio Sky. A lot of bullshit going on. Uh, Paige Van Zant gets involved. Uh, Ty Conti sh- shows up and... Um, uh, Scorpio Sky wins. This is like a year in the making for Scorpio Sky winning. This was a pretty good match, good pro wrestling. I just don't give a shit about the winner. Brandon, thoughts? Yeah, I, th- I think uh, I joked about how pointless this was because there's no chance that Scorpio Sky was going to win, and he did. That's great. That that puts some fresh air into the building. Surprises are good. Uh, yep, and I. I found him so irrelevant from the beginning that I almost uh, don't have a good evaluation from him. So I'm excited to take a look at him and they made it make sense without making Sammy Guevara look like shit, I guess. Cause it's like, yeah, he's hyper aggressive and that's why he lost. Cause he dove onto a table that nobody was laying on. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was waiting for, uh, a Sammy Guevara match, which I usually just, like I said before, I've said a million times, you just watch the end. Yeah. Um, they're just going to do a bunch of stuff. This one was a little bit different. Um, it was good to see. I was surprised that Scorpio Sky won. It leads me to believe that they got plans for Guevara to bump him up. Um, or he moves over to um, this whole Jericho feud. Yeah, that could be it, too. Yeah. I know there was a very odd thing where Excalibur said he was wearing his inner circle jacket and then they corrected him i was just handing a note here this that no wasn't an inner circle j- <laughs> this is fucking odd this is an outer circle uh, jacket. i also felt no it was longer odd. There. good i also well i mean but all right no it's not odd it's very pro wrestling because we talked about this how like you know they'll have a storyline then all of a sudden somebody will disappear and they'll jack like it never happened <laughs> they're referring to ty Conti as his girlfriend yeah, suddenly it's when this like, motherfucker stood in the fucking ring on TV and it asked that other girl to marry him. I did, we're I, not going to acknowledge that. Yeah. Like saw less somebody, than a year ago. Yeah, less than a year ago. I saw a um him and him and Ty Conti were on Twitter making out, and someone uh, commented, "It was like I can't wait to find out that you two are related." <laughs> I that shit was brilliant. Oh my god! Uh, don't do shit on the internet if you're not ready for the consequences. 
Yeah, I agree. Yeah. All right, let's move on to Rampage. Unless, Brandon, you have any more thoughts on this? What about that? I see Brandon has a guest. Maybe uh, that guest of Brandon's uh, has got thoughts a on this. You got anything? Oh, my God. Look how cute that dog is. You have to go watch this on YouTube to see this cute-ass dog. She's cute, but but no, no no comments. She slept right through dynamite. I tried my best not to. <laughs> All right, rampage. Nothing really. Oh, scroll through. Blah 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 blah. Oh, that's right. Um, Darby Allen and Mark Quinn fight, and we get a little bullshit, and then Matt and Jeff Hardy show up to stop the. Bullshit, and Matt Hardy is now wearing goth gear. We're all gothed up, cyber goths all <laughs> over the fucking place. This is the best. I've suddenly, from Jeff Hardy dancing, trying to save his brother, and now Matt suddenly transformed from Suitman, which Andrade has called him out and said, you're not wearing a suit anymore? What's wrong with you? To uh, cyber goth underneath a bridge dancing. Uh, now I'm suddenly invested. Brand thoughts. Yeah, this is as a coming up on 30 year old wrestling fan. Like this is just pro wrestling to me. It's just a matter of time until the Hardys unite to get paychecks in their cyber goth gear. It's like here we are again. Chris left. I just I want to know how long it took them to pull that fucking shirt over. Matt Hardy's like arm, you know, like when it takes guys to pull, like you know, you got a football player, he's got those big shoulder pads on. They pull the tight jersey, takes like two guys to get it on him. <laughs> I want to know how long it took him to get that fucking jersey, that shirt on Matt Hardy, because man, he was in there like a fucking sausage. It was Chinese finger puzzle to get it on him. Oh my god, he took that off and he had like the the print of it on his skin, to, just on embedded his skin. in him. <laughs> All right, let's move on. <laughs> Jamie Hayter versus uh, Mercedes Martinez, which I think was the best match on the show. Yeah, uh, most Brandon, definitely. Brandon, thoughts? Uh, how about that uh, spider suplex off top rope? Fucking Jamie Hayter just taking a beating from people. Yeah. Yeah, Jamie Hayter's great. This was nasty. I, I got a little concerned there at that spot where I was like, is this intentional or is Mercedes Martinez body failing in front of our eyes here? Because she almost landed on her head. But. Yeah, she's... Mercedes is a little slow. I gotta say, but Chris. Yeah, I agree. I, I mean, it was it was cool. Uh, I, you know, I'd like to see more out of Jamie Hader, but this is the role she's in now. So just play it for what it is. She got the win, which is um, rare. Yeah, very rare. And Mercedes Martinez is very like gangly. <laughs> you know, she's kind of lurchy. She's got big ass. <laughs> Everything arms. looks. Yeah, she's got like real long arm. Everything looks really slow with her. It may not be. It just looks that slow. So yeah. whatever. It was all right. It was yeah. the best match on the show. Main event, the only match that mattered. Keith Lee versus QAnon T. Marshallix Jones. All right, let me move on to the main event. Tony Nese versus Swerve Strickland. All right, let me move on to anything else. All right, uh, do we have anything else to talk about? These matches stunk. There's. Yeah. Remember when I said there was going to be a a. Uh, I'm not going to go crazy on this, but remember when I said there was going to be a, a theme that was going to run through both of these shows for me? Mm. These are two other people that you are fucking Woody. Why? Duds. Why? Hey. Shane Strickland. Where does he fit in? He's not Shane Strickland. He's just Shane Strickland's a US swerve. Player. Where does is he, swerve? Is he a Shane Strickland as well? 
Isn't Swerve Shane Swerve Strickland? Scott. Swerve Scott was Shane Swerve Strickland. Shane Scott Strickland. Whatever. Who cares? Where does Swerve fit in? Tony Neese, they've been trying to cram down her throat for a month now. Nobody fucking, nobody fucking cares. Swerve's got a little bit of a belly, too. That's 205 Live. This is 205 Live. Yeah. Are they going to start another show or are you going to send like what, what what's going to happen here? I, I just don't. They reference 205 Live hmm. like in every promo leading up to this. We used to fight on Fridays. Nobody watches or something like that. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> and now you fight on Fridays again. And nobody's nobody watches. watches nobody's watching. got 400,000 people watching. Friday. Friday. And then another Friday. And nobody watches. Nobody watches. What an ice cold way to bring Swerve Strickland in, then have him recreate a 205 Live match in the 205 Live time That's slot. And they also with, dudded with him. They dudded him with his premiere. He was a dud on his premiere. He came out and he was overshadowed by everything else. Cool. <laughs> All right, any final thoughts on uh, AW this week besides it was People. mediocre? Brandon? Now, uh, hopefully this dog doesn't take a shit on my lap in the next five minutes. I'm good. Oh, oh God, we need God a poopy pants story. Please. No, please. Dog shit. Happen shit. Life. Dog shit. Shit. Poop. It's shit. coming. Shit. It's a matter of shit. time. Shit. Shit. <laughs> Chris, my love. I predict a mass, a mass quitting of of uh, AEW. Well, there's going to be a, a quarter where a bunch of those people are just like, later. That's it. Yeah. That's all I got. Right, or they're go. getting funneled to Ring of Honor, Hurst. That I might be another. Thing. Yeah, that doesn't even have a fucking that. But that doesn't even have a home. It's it's the internet. same thing. But I'm I'm wondering if fight they're now going to like yeah. fight TV and the internet. Wrestling fans actually pay oh for my that God, stuff. Dog loves you, Brandon. This is amazing. Want to give you this big is kisses. the this is the pandemic dogs. Yes, it's like I never even thought I never, I never thought of around my neck. Yeah, Chris. I never thought of the pandemic dog. And you said that to me and it made, it made perfect sense as soon as you said it, that you're going to have right all these damaged, ahead, damaged dogs that, that can't exist without you because the formative years of their oh, lives, you were around them 24 hours a day. Yeah. Also, yeah. Um, a bunch of people, especially dickheads in New York, um, were home and as soon as they had to go back to work, they just got dumped rid their of dog. Them. They dumped their dogs at the fucking shelter. Scumbags. Yeah. We're you know, we've about been looking one. at dogs. We've been we've been looking at dogs. For, dogs are cool. They're fun. We've been They're looking at dogs for two fucking years. Yeah. Okay. Hold on. Want, yeah. Okay. Been looking at dogs for two years. It has taken us this long to figure out like the logistics and whether or not this can happen. That's... This is how long the thought process is going on with us, right? Like, can we take care of it? Yeah. But we have to think about this. this is a major fucking move. Yeah. This isn't just buy this thing. It's fun. Get, no, it's a major fucking. And it is goldfish. which is going to die in three fucking days. Yeah. It's a major move. And we were, and, and even we were like, okay, we're going to get a dog. Not until the end of the year. You know, it's things having, like that. It's having a two-year-old for 10 years. Yeah. And if you feed it right, a lot longer. I, um. we have this discussion a lot in my house. So I got one cat left, one passed away. My cat is now 13 years old. Um, if we were to bring a dog into the house, like she's older and she's already a fucking drama queen, like that would be a big deal. Also, my wife doesn't listen to this podcast so I can talk shit. She ain't going to walk it. 
I'm going to be doing everything. I do everything around this fucking house. It's a fucking nightmare, dude. It's, it's go, seven, you, I'm telling you right now, you need to go back and fucking edit that. <laughs> We're dead. That's going to bite you in the ass. No, nah, but it, it, it's, that's the thing. And she understands it. Like I already said, it's like dog can't shit in the yard if we get a dog. Well, what if it's right. really cold? You need to walk the fucking dog. You gotta walk it's it. really late. You gotta walk the fucking dog. You gotta walk the dog. You gotta walk the dog. I'm not cleaning up dog shit. Nope, it's 7 a.m. and 10 p.m. every day, all, all seasons. Right. Also, that's... I think I've discovered that you thought walking on a sidewalk in Philadelphia with strangers around was weird on its own. We've gotten used to that. Right. Philadelphia dog people. That's a, I, I'd never thought of it. Like dog etiquette and rude dog people. Where they're, this is their route, and if your dog is near their dog, they'll like walk right by you. So you're, I'm like trying to f- pull this dog off so that they don't attack each other. I, um, it's this whole culture that I just wasn't aware of. I go through your neighborhood a lot, and I see the dog people, and I see their actions, and I see what they do. Dog people fucking suck. Let's let's it's easy yeah. to avoid yeah. an adult stranger, but then the dog is like a little antenna yeah, where you like terrible. start bumping into each other, and you're just right. like, get the fuck, go down a different street. I walk down the street. Well, let me tell you yeah. something, motherfucker. Guess what? If I lived in the city and had a dog, every street I walk down is my fucking route now. Okay. Hit the bricks. Unless homeless Are people came up. Unless e- homeless w- people showed out up and they wanted to fight Chris. I run. <laughs> it was. I mean, really, am I gonna? What am I gonna wrestle with this guy? He's got more dirt on his coat than I've ever had, than I've washed off of me in my entire life. What are you gonna fight a homeless person? What if he wins? You lost <laughs> to a homeless person. Well, no, it was. What are you talking about? Three o'clock in the fucking morning. Nobody's seen it. I would have lied. That's <laughs> all everybody can desist. Oh, this they happened. Um, yeah. <laughs> all right, but uh, no, I mean, and we had to move. We had to move to the suburbs to uh, to discuss uh, dog ownership. You know? We we still might do it, but I just want to see what's going on with the cat. I care more about my cat than bringing another fucking animal into the house, another mouse. And then mouth and then if and then if you and if you know the, wouldn't you want to break from pets for a little bit? Nope. No. I love my children. I get it, but you know I don't like my actual child. I like the whole, all my tiny children. <laughs> nah, she's good. She's got a bunch of art that she's gonna put into the bar. I gotta come. She's gonna bring it by. I'm gonna take a look at it. My actual child is cool. You're gonna be my like cat. the Joker. Crap. 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 Now this, now this is art. The skulls, the bodies. It gives it all such a glow. I didn't know it was art, but I like it. All right, let's move on. Um, real quick. Um, match card for this week. We get Scorpio Sky, who is the champion, defending against Wardlow, the big butthole ring owner for the AEW TNT Championship match. Brandon, what you got? I guess I didn't read the match card when I hyped up Scorpio Sky because that title run is over. <laughs> nah, I, I, I disagree. I uh, we're going. Uh, this is MJF's nowhere to be found. Yeah, MJF. He's got a rear his fucking him. ugly head. He's yeah. got a screw him. There's, you know, uh, pinnacle guys. Oh, and you know what else we didn't talk about? What? Didn't FTR one or two slap Tully Blanchard in the face and fire uh, him? Oh yeah, I didn't mention it. it was actually really good. Yeah. This is yeah. about family insulting my family. He's like, this isn't about family. It's about championships. We're not part of my family. Get out. He was like, mm-hmm. got slapped. Uh, Tully just done? Nah, maybe? He's probably behind the scenes. 
I'm, I'm, I don't want to be on TV anymore. It's too much work. I got to be in WOW with my daughter who says the N-word regularly. Jesus uh, Christ. Dude. All right, let's move on. Terrible. Um, Terrible. Dr. Britt Baker versus the champ versus Thunder Rosa in a steel cage match for the AEW Women's Championship. I'm imagining this is the... Well, it has to be the main event because it's the last. <laughs> it's the steel cage it's match. Cage. Takes, <laughs> unless you're going to do it first, it's got to be last. Brandon, good. I have no idea. Either they fully they continue to back into a corner beyond where you thought they could go, or they like eh, we'll let Britt win on the pay per view, and then when no one's looking, flip it. Have we question? Have we seen blood since people complained that there was blood on TV? I don't mean pay per views. WWE went out and like complained to to Canadian broadcast companies or something about well this company lets you bleed on tv have we seen blood on tv didn't cm ever? punk bleed all over we the did. place yes, last we did. week yeah, yeah we you're did. right you're right you're right two weeks ago yeah blood chris. fucking horribly yeah chris got goddamn horror movie um so uh but i think in particular they said like women bleed thunder rosa thunder rosa it has to be right they did another women's match where there was like tax in somebody's mouth, but I don't know. Yeah, that was the oh, one you really know what it was? Off. That was the one. No, there was the one when the bunny was the, the bunny, bunny yeah. that was bleeding all over the place. She did, she did split skis and she got tax in her labia. That was amazing. Yeah. The match was right. Amazing. I forgot. It's in our best of. I fucking it's love that match. Right. But yeah, I, I would assume. I mean, like if Thunder Rosa doesn't win this, what are we doing? Yeah. I think that also. What are we doing? Brick could use a little time off, go work on, you know, maybe she's got a seminar she's got to go to. Yeah, got to re-up them licenses. Here's the other thing that I think we don't, we don't, we don't um, take this into consideration that often. Their pay-per-views are are dispersed. Mm -hmm. They're not, their goal should be, the pay-per-views should be in addition uh, a revenue generator in addition to creating ratings on television. Yeah, I think they're so a television too. show. They are. So I wouldn't be surprised if you see the title changes. It's I think it's more important. We're used to it happening on um, on pay per view because that's just what we're used to. Pre programmed, pre programmed, or conditioned to it. But honestly, for them, WCW used to do the same thing. You would get big things would happen on TV. They're a television program. Mm. That's what they are. So I wouldn't be surprised. Um, yeah, they, don't I, you know, that's house, they don't really do. They don't house do shows. house shows. Yeah. They're not really a a traveling company in the in the traditional sense. They don't have you know? uh you know Britt Baker showing up in fucking Lancaster, PA, and breaking her voice box <laughs> in the hospital. <laughs> might miss WrestleMania. Instead, they do it all in one night on Wednesday. Yeah. So. Hmm. And that's why they're able to keep their wrestlers from getting breaking their voice boxes in front of nobody. Yep. All right, so we get um, Adam Cole and Red Dragon, which we talked about, versus The Hangman and Dinosaur Express. Brandon thoughts. What is Adam Cole plus Red Dragon called? Undisputed Era? Undisputed mm-hmm. Era. And they won't do this now? That's That's off limits. I was joking about this before. Like, it's like, oh, it's only Red Dragon if two of the three of them hang out. So the other one comes, shows up. It's not, it's not called that anymore, even though they've worked together for ten years. But 
Yeah, I don't, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm very much disinterested in Red Dragon. I, they, all these guys from NXT that you thought were hypothetically needed to be unleashed have have had nothing up their sleeve. No, so they're exact. They're exactly what they are. Upper mid card guys that can get heated up to challenge for a title, but when it comes down to it, they're tag team dudes. Yep. Chris, thoughts? Yep. Um. Well, I mean, in traditional AEW sense, I guess the heels will win, and then this Adam Cole fucking Adam Page thing will just carry on forever. Mm, great. All right, next up. Brian Danielson and John Moxley versus Wheeler Utes and Chuck Taylor. Oh, <laughs> massacre. All right, here we go. Wheeler Utes is joining them. You think? That'd be well, nice. Well, they're not getting Daniel Garcia. Yeah. And he mentioned Wheeler Yuta, and he mentioned, uh, who's the other guy he mentioned? Lee Moriarty. Uh, I hate Lee Moriarty. Do you really? Is that this guy? <laughs> I'm sorry. <he's> doing <laughs> Come down to the ring. And what is does, that? This, he does like a dance, doesn't he? Wear a You're mask. thinking of Adolf Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have to check it on YouTube with Chris. Dance. Looks I wasn't Seagull. I was doing like... <laughs> No, who is that dude? Hand clap. Doesn't he? He does like some kind of like I'm a ninja kung fu guy dance when he comes to the ring. He is wears a mask. Then he is that the guy that thinks he's Tiger Mask? Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, yeah Lee Moriarty's the Tiger Mask. Yeah, guy. he is Tiger Mask guy. You're right. Yeah, and he does he some silly. Guy. Is he the Adolf Hitler guy? All right, look, it's official. <laughs> we're, we're, oh my god! Uh, yeah, it's like eleven o'clock. <laughs> oh Jesus, Jesus Christ! All right. <laughs> so it's gotta, to it watch. has to end at some point. Are we excited to watch fucking? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Are we excited to watch AEW this week? <laughs> I'm looking Why up Hitler. End? Give me. Yeah, it's him. This dog right. is like, how the fuck are you still talking? This, this four-hour. Like, no, like I'm looking. At, I looked up Lee Moriarty. Make sure I knew who he was. Yeah, Chris, I'm sorry. I'm wearing a t-shirt. For some reason, I have a feeling I'll be wearing this t-shirt again next week because it's very comfortable. I was. I was changed. <laughs> it was Lee Moriarty. Keep the key kayfabe going. Oh, nice. I'm just. I just really like the shirt, so I'll probably wear it next week. Lee Moriarty, like they made a big deal. Lee Moriarty is hashtag. Oh, this is elite. All elite wrestling's horseshit. They made a big deal. They had to post. He is all elite. My response to that, being a wrestling fan for as long Wait, as I've did been, did you fuck- respond online like you did with the no. Ring of Honor? You are the no, 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 top no, fan. No. Okay. no. My response to that, when I saw it, was, "Who the fuck is this guy?" <laughs> Not <laughs> Lee Moriarty is all elite. Comes out, he's like, "Wow." Tiger mask. <laughs> he, goes, he comes out and he goes, he comes out and he just goes like this. Oh my God. And he wiggles his fingers like, like Tiger mask is, you know, mask his beard. beard that he has. His beard. Whiskers. His, no, they're not whiskers. It's like that tiger. Tiger beard. Thing. His, his mane. You know, his tiger mane. beard. You know. so you I've had enough. I've had enough of all of it. <laughs> Let's get it. Oh god! I hope you guys enjoy <laughs> enjoy listening to us as much as we enjoy talking. Thanks for joining us this week and joining us here every week at Wrestling Is Hard. 
Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Hard Number Four Wrestling. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, Wrestling Is Hard Productions. Subscribe and follow to everything. Why aren't you telling your friends? Be like, these guys from Philly do a really funny podcast. And for Brandon and Chris, I'm Jim, and we'll be back here next week. Mm-hmm.